Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest fights to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. So we uh, have hunted these dogs. I have hunted them myself. I'm 22 years old. I have hunted them my entire life since I was old enough to to go. Uh, my dad has several stories of him actually going into the bay uh, and me staying with my papa toting my BB gun. <laughs> uh, that I uh, always seem to, to carry around. Yeah. But he's hunting the dogs for, I don't know, he got his first elk hound probably 25 years ago. Okay. Um, he uh, always had hog dogs, mm-hmm. just sort of mixed up, sort of whatever he could, could find. Yeah. Um, and he happened up on one, uh, a local guy from where we're from, had one as a squirrel dog. Yep. And it was, the dog was probably two years old, two and a half years old, something like that. And the guy told him, said that he couldn't get the dog to consistently tree squirrels for him. So he was going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And so my dad got it, uh, brought it home and started hog hunting it and took him several years to break the dog off the tree and squirrels <laughs> and still the dog would if there wasn't any hogs in the area he would still go tree a squirrel yeah um, and then he he got a female from a guy that said she was killing his chickens mm-hmm. and so she he got hit that the female and turned out that it wasn't her killing the chickens. It was another dog that was running around. Um, and then he just sort of had those, kept that line for 25-ish years. Okay. Uh, and and we've hunted them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have currently have... Well, hang on, slow down. Why don't you introduce yourself now that you, we've got a little bit of foundation here. Okay. Jake Billingsley. I am from Scaly Mountain, North Carolina. Uh, okay. It's a little little mountain town mm-hmm. uh, about 30 minutes from where north carolina georgia and south carolina all meet okay it's probably one of the worst places to be a hunter <laughs> uh have to buy three sets of license yeah drive 30 minutes and have to buy another set of set out-of-state license and yep. out-of-state licenses aren't aren't the most uh they're, they're pretty expensive no i know what you mean i I bear hunt right on the Virginia, West Virginia line. And, uh, you try to make sure you have both licenses because there's days that you cross the line. Yeah. We, uh, where we're at in North Carolina, we do bear hunt a little bit as well. And, and we, uh, we bear hunt North Carolina and the dogs can be in Georgia in no time. And bad thing about Georgia is you're not allowed to run dogs on bear in Georgia. Okay. Uh, for a kill season, mm-hmm. um, they do have a, a training season, but gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's not the the best best place as far as having to buy a license. But yeah, it hunting the mountains is it's 
it's something else, mm-hmm. uh, especially hog hunting. Uh, yeah. What what's your hog population like there? Uh, it I don't know. We don't have just a ton of hogs. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, we do most of our hog hunting in the northern part of Georgia, so mm-hmm. Rayburn County, uh, Habersham County, um, and then we do venture on down. It's about two hours south of us into uh, Wilkes, uh, Overfork County. Uh, up here in the mountains, it's, you have to hunt for the mm-hmm. hogs. Yeah. If, if you get on the hogs that day, uh, you've done good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the places that we go down the road, it's flatter yeah. farmland. Mm-hmm. So, so there's more hogs. Uh, we can go, and an average day down there is probably eight hogs. Okay. Um, good but that's that's farmland, and mm-hmm. and it's um, a lot easier to get around in. Yeah. So we'll explain a little bit why I, I wanted you to come on is, uh, I don't even know where, but you, you mentioned somewhere in a comment to somebody's question or something that you hunted elk hounds. And I've known a few people through the years that have hunted elk hounds. I actually have a good friend that does hunt an elk hound on squirrels, but they're just not something that's commonly hunted, uh, you know, similar to the Leicas, but I just thought it was very interesting, and I, I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about, you know, hunting Norwegian elk hounds, and especially the fact that you're you kind of going against the mold, and most people that you see hunting them use them as squirrel dogs, and so the fact that you're using them mainly on hogs, I, I thought was pretty interesting. The elk hounds, the ones that we have, they are, I don't really know how to describe it other than the big elk hounds and the smaller elk hounds. There's a line of elk hounds that they are about half the size of the ones we have. Okay. And the ones we have are not very big. Our biggest one's probably 35 pounds. Um, oh, wow. So but they look a lot bigger mm-hmm. with all the hair. Yeah. But but they're not, not very big dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, uh, I believe they could be trained for anything yeah um they it's a different style of hunting from hounds a lot of people especially around here bear dogs also if they find a hog they're going to run a hog Mm -hmm. and so you typically walk the hound until you actually cut a track and then find the track physically and then turn the dog loose Mm -hmm. However, we, with our elk hounds, we pull up to the spot where we're going to hunt. We get everything ready, and we just dump the tailgate and set off walking and let the dogs free cast. Okay. Uh, and and they uh, typically, when they start barking, they are they have a hog bait. Um, occasionally, we will tree a bear with them. Um, a bear, the way these dogs are, they are really good at stopping whatever they are after. Okay. So a bear race, once they jump a bear, mm-hmm. they usually only go about 50, 75 yards in a tree. Sounds a lot like the Lycas then. Yes, they, uh, they are. Uh, we actually had a guy uh, in Raven County, that, which is right here with us, 
that he actually hunted those and he did all right with them. Mm -hmm. The only problem with his were they had almost too much hunt in them. They would hunt out a mile. Oh, wow. And I don't know if it was just the ones that he had or, or what it is, but they were, they would hunt out just a little too far and hunting hogs. You typically don't want them in the mountains a mile too far because it's going to take you mm-hmm. an hour to get to them. Yep. Uh, and it's just not, not the best situation if it's a long time before you get to the dogs. Yep. No, I understand. Uh, I'm not a big hog hunter, but I have, I have ventured on a hog hunt once and, uh, I can see where things get hairy if they're, they're left alone for an extended period. Yeah. Last year, one of our probably, is going to be our best dog, is our best dog currently, probably in the running for being the best elk hound that my dad has had. He found a hog, and we started baying it, and the other dogs were there. There was three or four more helping them bay, and probably weren't 200 yards. Mm-hmm. And by the time my dad got there, I was at work that day. By the time my dad got there and, and killed the hog, it was the collar the GPS collar had saved the dog's life and was no longer working. And it was just two, 300 yards away. Wow. Uh, he was, that hog was, he was pretty, pretty mean. He was probably yeah. 200, 250 pounds, something like that. Uh, and had probably three inch cutters on him. Yeah. Sounds like a mean one. That's for sure. Yeah. Up here in the mountains, where we hunt at it's too rough to lead a catch dog around okay so how we do it is we just go dogs bay a hog up and then we we go in and just shoot it with a i carry a, a winchester model 94 30 30 is what i carry mm-hmm. um, and and we just go in and shoot them a lot of the people that we know of they are there for for the sport of it and to help farmers get rid of the hogs that are destroying their property. Yeah. Uh, but we are there. If we kill a hog, we eat it. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone we kill, we eat. Um, nice. Unless, of course, it's got something wrong with it. Yeah. We can tell there's something wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, it's understandable. But, but we killed hunting mainly, mainly the mountains this past year. We hunted from Christmas until the beginning of turkey season we killed 63 hogs and probably all of them were over 75 pounds oh, wow. um, that we is a lot of hogs it is uh we killed several that were under 75 that that we don't really count as as going to the number mm-hmm. uh, but but it we uh we do live in a in a area where you can you can find hogs. It sounds like it. Uh, you may have to drive a little bit, but we we typically we typically kill several hogs a year. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned you know your dogs you free cast them, so I'm, I'm guessing that you got a pretty good handle on them and that they're trash broke pretty well. But uh, like, how far out do they hunt? Our dogs hunt in when there's no sign around where hogs been. They'll hunt out probably five six hundred yards. Okay. 
but if they get in the sign there, they're going to go to where the hog laid down at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they are silent on the track. So a lot of times when we bay a hog up, it's bayed up in its bed where yeah. it was bedded down for the day. Mm-hmm. That was my next thing. question was if they were silent. I kind of assumed they were, but just wasn't sure. Yeah, that they are. They're silent for the most part. Mm-hmm. We have, I believe there's two of them that we have right now. They're younger dogs. And if they are looking at the hog while it's running and they're trying to catch up to it, they will kind of squeal on the track. It's not a full-on bark. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a squeal. Um, okay. and, and we don't like that at all, but it's it's hard to break them from that. But it's only only if they're looking at it as it's breaking away from them. Yeah. Now, do you ever hunt your elk hounds with you know, anybody else that hunt other breeds of hounds or curs? We have had a couple people bring dogs with us, but most of the time it's just our elk hounds. Okay. I was just curious how that, how a mixed pack worked out. We try to keep it just elk hounds, mm-hmm. uh, just because we know how our dogs are. And when they start barking, we know what it is. Yeah. Um, and then also when we're hunting like the farmland, one of the main places that we hunt that's it's uh, cow pastures is what it is. So we don't like other people bringing in dogs because we don't know if they're broke off of cows or what. Oh yeah. Um, so we, we only hunt, hunt our dogs most of the time. We've had a couple people bring hounds that are around the six, seven month old mark, mm-hmm. uh, just to teach them to go through the woods. Um, they usually don't ever end up running the track or, or baying or anything because it happens. Our dogs just kind of get out of pocket and start baying a the hog. They don't start opening on the trail and, and taking the young dog with them. So mm-hmm. how we hunt, we hunt from North Carolina's bear season opens up the middle of October. So we bear hunt from October till the first of January and then we start hog hunting pretty heavy after that Uh, and and uh, most of the people that we bear hunt with they they end up going hog hunting with us and they they leave their bear dogs at the house because they see see how our dogs are as far as being able to to kill them uh kill hogs Um, now when you say you bear hunt do you bear hunt your elk hounds no okay um, we, we have one or two dogs that if a bear won't climb with the hounds that we will go get and, and turn to the, to the bear race, okay. um, uh, just because they do, they're a little bit more gritty, I yeah. guess, uh, when it comes to a bay like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they'll, they'll help tree it. But this year we, we haven't had too many of the the bears that won't climb um but we we bear hunt hounds okay the way i see it is we hog hunt for the meat yeah and then we kind of bear hunt for the uh i guess the houndsmanship of it gotcha how many elk hounds do you guys have uh we have nine oh, wow. uh, let's see nine and then two of them are i guess retired okay. uh, they they just run loose in the yard 
um, is is what they do. I well, we went hunting. I guess it's been three or so weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, and one of the ones that's running loose in the yard. I tried to get him to get in the in the truck to go hunting, and he wouldn't. Um, so he's he's decided that the yard life is is better for him. <laughs> Can't blame him after a lot of years of chasing game. Yeah, he's uh. So we've got two in the yard. We've got three turned loose right now. Uh, our three old dogs, and they're they are ten year, ten and a half years old right now. And one of them, he's still he is still one of the the better dogs that we have. He he knows how to uh, he knows where to go to find a hog. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll he'll know you can turn him loose, and he he knows where to go to to find one. Mm-hmm. Now. With most other breeds, it's like if you if you need an outcross or you're looking for some new blood, it, it's not that hard to find. Like with elk hounds, how in the world do you guys find other? Do you know other people that hunt elk hounds, or do you just? There's one guy locally that hunts elk hounds. Okay, uh, I think he doesn't hunt all elk hounds. He's got a lot of elk hound curve crosses. Okay. Uh, but we, uh, one of the guys that hunts with us a lot, him and my dad, they used to hunt. It was just the two of them that hunted through the week. And he uh, lucked up and found a female out in Oklahoma. And he went and got her. And and we've been able to uh, cross on her mm-hmm. to uh, keep, keep sort of the bloodline going. Uh, but she is, she is actually, let's see, I'm trying if this is the right dog or not. She is a squirrel dog mm-hmm. right now, uh, at one of my buddy's house. He, he squirrel hunts her. Yeah. We are starting to run into that right now as far as, uh, not having a female to, to mm-hmm. cross onto. Yeah. Uh, but we've got one female at the house but she's not not the best dog she's she's more of a a help help dog is okay. what she is so we're, we're sort of maybe going to try to stay away from from crossing to her oh yeah uh, no, i understand trying to breed good males to good females yeah i get it we do have one dog one elk hound he's i can remember the uh the right cross he is a I want to say seven eighths elk count and an eight Akita. Oh, wow. Uh, and I believe an Akita, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's A K K I T A. Yeah. Uh, I believe they are from, from Japan. maybe Japan. Yep. Uh, and, and he is, he's a little bit uh, taller I of a dog. I would imagine so. All- Akitas are. Very large. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is, he's a lot taller and a lot slimmer built than our dogs. And we actually, we named him Slim because he is a, he's a lot slimmer than our dogs, than our, our full outcomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, uh, he's a, he's a pretty good dog. He, he's not off of any of our stuff, gotcha. uh, but he, he is, uh, he, he's a pretty good dog. He's, I don't know 
if it's the Akita in him, but he can be a little ill at the uh, the kill site. Probably. Uh, he he can be. We have to Akitas are keep known a for watch. Being a little dog aggressive. Yeah, we have to keep a watch on him. Uh, and we when we get to the bay and kill the hog, we don't tie our dogs. We just let them run loose. Okay. Uh, until until we we pack it out, and then most of the places where we're at, you don't want to drag a hog out. So we we hang it right there, skin it, quarter it up, and put it in our uh, game bags and mm-hmm. pack it out. And so we do have to watch him as far as that goes. But he's uh, he's probably one of the smartest dogs that we have. Um, we can be hunting him, and he can come by you. And you can tell him to sit and shake, and he'll sit down and shake right there. <laughs> uh, and and then you can tell him to switch, and he'll switch feet and, and shake with the other foot too. That's funny. But he uh, he is he's the only one in our yard that is not out of our our stuff. Now, is all your stuff registered, Elkhounds? They are not registered. Okay. Um, I'm. Let me take that back. Maybe. Maybe two of them are registered. Gotcha. But we uh, we've just been been crossing them. Um, but they they make good dogs for what we for the style that we hunt. They they work out the best for us. Yeah. Uh, and, and they mind us very well. They they do have a, a pretty good handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times when we are after they've been hunted a little bit um a couple weeks when we go to load them in the morning i can just walk by and unsnap them off the chain and and they'll go get in the truck yeah um and that's that's pretty handy and then when we get back to when we get done hunting they'll they'll get in the truck um they they don't have good enough of a handle yet to turn them loose at the house and then go (laughs) back to the chain but I can't can't blame them on that one. Yeah, we got any good stories about hunting with your elk hounds? I probably do. We don't have really any real long stories, oh. uh, typically because it's uh, everything's happening so fast. Yeah, uh, that it's it's uh, they bay up so fast, not so fast, but it's just all of a sudden they're bayed, and then then we go in. Uh, we were hunting down the road about two hours last year and we'd hunted all day and we had probably six or eight hogs killed and we were going to try one more little thick area i think the the track of land was 70 acres is all it was (laughs) and it was pine trees probably a little over head high uh, maybe seven, eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. And we, we turned our dogs in and we were hunting. They had the uh, roads cut through it and we were going through it and the dogs started barking. And typically when our dogs start barking, they have it stopped and, and you can go ahead and go to them. Yeah. Well, they broke and went, I don't know, probably, 150 yards uh, and bait up again. It was out of that. It was off of the property that we had permission on, 
the piece of property right beside us was, it was kind of a, a situation where it was, we could go over there if the dogs went over there, but they didn't really want us to actively go over there and try to find hogs. Yeah. Um, so dogs went over there and bait up again. And we had uh, a buddy that bear hunts with us. Uh, he bear, I guess we actually bear hunt with him is, mm-hmm. is how it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was with us and me and him went in and they had four hogs bait up and we shot, I went in and shot one hogs broke. They bait them up probably 20 yards, 30 yards, shot another one and shot the uh, third one. They baited up again. The fourth one got away from us. Kind of, in my eyes, it was good. Landowner's eyes, it wasn't. Uh, she was about to have pigs. Um, but we we killed killed three hogs there, caught the dogs, and and we're dragging them back to the property we were parked on. Yeah. And as we were going back, we didn't really pay any attention as we were going in. But we crossed a fence, a hog wire fence, mm-hmm. and got over there, and we killed the hogs, dragged them back, got back to that fence, and one of the guys was going on uh, with the, the guy that was hunting with us that day that we bear hunt with, and said that we had went over and crossed the property line and killed somebody's tame hogs that were inside the fence. And when he said that, the the guy that was with us, his face dropped. He thought we'd went over there and killed somebody's tame hogs. Um, <laughs> and they were, it was three sows, and they were probably the fattest sows that I've seen come out of the woods. Yeah. They were in really good shape. And, and the face that he had when, when that guy said that, he was like, and he said, he said, we're going to have to pay for these hogs. We've killed somebody's tame hogs. And. <laughs> We let him go on there for a minute like that, and we told him no that these they were wild hogs that that we were nobody right in that area had tame hogs. Uh, but he he was a little tore up over that. He he thought we were going to have to pay for somebody's hogs. Yeah, but we uh, we killed several hogs. Uh, a lot I've killed. I guess it was two or three years ago. I hunted was got out of school college. Uh, I was going to trade school and only had to go to school two days a week. So that winter I hunted a lot. But other than that, um, my dad, he hunts them a lot through the week and I just get to hunt them on Saturdays uh, yeah. because of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we, we have a good time with them. Uh, we've got several people that, that have heard about us hunting them and they've, they've asked to go and, and now they, they hunt with us pretty regular. Yeah. Um, it started out as through the week, it was just my dad and the other guy that uh, hunted with him. And and now it's through the week, it'll be, if they go, it'll be four or five people going with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the word has, I guess the word's gotten out that we've got pretty good dogs. Um, good deal. No, that's super inter- interesting. And the one thing I, I kind of wondered, you know, being a 
and I I understand there's people in the south with Lycas as well, but how do they tolerate heat? They uh, they're not very good with heat. Uh, that's that's why we hunt from from the first of the year until turkey season. Okay, uh, it's because it's typically cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we try not to run them in the heat just because of of a heat stroke. Yeah, um, and we also don't like snakes. Uh, I don't blame you. you know, we we like to try to stay away from snakes. Uh, between between them having long hair not doing well with heat and my dad he uh, has a long business he cuts grass for a living so his busy time is hot weather so so that kind of hems him up so he can't hunt any but yeah which makes perfect sense why in the winter time he's got plenty of time to hunt yeah that's that's one thing that he has kind of ruined me on because he's as long as I can remember, he works, he works six days a week through summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then come winter he hunts. Uh, and it's, it kind of ruined me. I, it makes me want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could, could hunt. And that's also a reason why we have such good dogs is because he hunts oh, yeah. five days a week. Yep. Uh, He'll, he'll hunt about four days while I'm at work and then usually take Friday off and then, uh, we'll hunt Saturday. Okay. Um, but, but that's, that's a big part of, of why we have such good dogs is, is because he keeps them, keeps them in the woods through the winter. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's, that is, uh, definitely the dream right there is to be able to keep your dogs in the woods, you know, yeah, real consistently. Yeah, my dad, he gives people a hard time a lot of times. He says that he could take a poodle and make a <laughs> hog dog out of it. Probably uh, But, I mean, it's it's putting them in the woods, and, and he does he does that quite a bit. So, I mean, he, he that's what he does in the winter. And he's, uh, I give him a hard time about being old. Uh, he's, he'll be 50 this year. Uh and and he uh, he'll through the winter he hog hunts of a day and then he'll come home get home from hog hunting I don't know four o'clock he'll take him a little nap and then I'll get off work and I'll go keep him out until midnight one o'clock coon hunting uh, <laughs> and then he'll get up and go hog hunting but I I try to give him a hard time uh, when he when he won't go with me about yeah. being too tired uh, now what are you coon hunting I have a blue pick. Okay. That I that I can hunt. I was gonna say, do you, you coon hunt an elk hound too? Oh, uh, we we do not coon hunt. Uh, we had had one that we we kind of started. We didn't really know what we were gonna do with her, so so I started coon hunting her a little bit with my blue tick, mm-hmm. um, and she made. I say made a few trees. She would go tree a coon and bark maybe six, seven barks on it and she'd be done with it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so we just started hog hunting her, okay. but we, we start a lot of our dogs as far as baying going, we catch a coon in a live trap and, and let them bay it is how we teach them to bay a lot of times. Okay. Um, and then we'll show them a coon or two in a live trap and then we'll just start hog hunting them. Mm-hmm. But I, 
I do have a, a pretty decent coon dog. Uh, mm-hmm. We, my dad, this is my, it's my first coon dog. Uh, my mom wouldn't let me have one through high school. Uh, <laughs> so I got one after high school and, and my dad gives me a hard, I give him a hard time about being old and he gives me a hard time about he trained a, a dog and me in a, <laughs> in a winter. Yeah. Uh, but good deal. Well, it sounds like you got your hands full with elk hounds and hounds and you bear hunt, c- coon hunt, hog hunt. Yeah. And, and if I had enough time, I'd have a pack of beagles too. Uh, <laughs> oh, I understand. Trust me. I, that instead of having a coon dog through high school, I had, I had a pack of beagles. Okay. Um, uh, and that was, that's what I did through, through middle school and high school. I guess the only thing that we, we don't have that as far as legal dog hunting is, is a squirrel dog. Okay. You know, we, we can't, where we're at in North Carolina, we can't run deer with dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if that was legal, I'd have a pack of deer dogs too. Yep. Uh, you have to go from we, over there to the coast. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I've, I've listened to, to a couple, we have a, a couple hounds that, They'll they'll run a deer pretty good. It sounds good, but we we always try to catch them off of it. Yep. Uh, I got my the coon dog that I got. It's uh, I got it off of a guy because he said that it was it was ill because he would feed it, feed the blue tick, and then walk a boxer right beside where it was eaten. And he said that the blue tick would growl at the boxer, so he got rid of it. That's how I got my coon dog. <laughs> And that was that he was, I got him when he was six months old. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's, that's how I ended up with him. Is he said he was, was ill, but the, one of the bear dogs I'm hunting is a, the guy said that he was, when I bought him, he said he was full plot. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to the guy that bred him, uh, had the mom and dad and said that he was half plot and half Catahoula cur. Okay. Uh, but but he's he's just a pack dog is all he is. But if he's barking, he's looking at it. So that that helps a little bit. Yeah. To know if it's up or not. I turn him and the I've got two bear dogs and one of them is a half blue blue English and half Walker. Okay. And he's my trail dog and they're in the lot side by side so I can turn my trail dog loose and let him trail and the plot he'll stay with him. And when the plot starts barking, I can tell the other boys say when he crosses the road pack, yeah, um, that, that it's up. But. Nice. Sounds like you got a lot of game down there. I know. I'd love to be in the mountains. That's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. We've got. I guess we've got a little bit of everything. We bear hunt, hog hunt, coon hunt, and then I. Uh, I deer hunt just enough to, to put a few deer on the table and and maybe try to put one on the wall yep. every couple of years. Good deal. But, well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I've enjoyed this, so thank you very much. You're welcome. I've, I've enjoyed it as well. It was good talking to you, and uh, stay in touch. All right. Well, we'll see you. Yep. Bye. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram 
at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber.